0: From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hello there. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. We appreciate you being here as usual. You can find the podcast. All over, including the WDBO app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Be sure to stream us there in the WDBO app. Well, there's something happening here in the state of Florida. What it is ain't exactly clear. That's the way the song goes. But after Tuesday's general election here, it's going to become crystal clear this we know right now overall florida is becoming a red state earlier this week the florida division of elections releasing its voter registration report for tuesday's general election known as book closing and taken with the reports from the general elections in 2020 and 2018 republicans and no party affiliate voters show a steady increase in voter registration here in the state of florida And from 2020 to 2022, the Democrat Party has lost nearly three hundred and thirty two thousand voters. Three hundred and thirty two thousand. Where have the Democrats gone in the state of Florida? No political party, by the way, no political party saw a bigger drop in supporters in Florida than the Democrat Party. By the way, that loss translates across all major ethnicities, too, including the much coveted Hispanic vote. Let's talk about the Hispanic vote because it is key here in Florida, as it is key all over the country. It's the largest minority block here in the state, and traditionally it's been a solid voting block for the Democrat Party. But you look at the shifted loyalties of Hispanics in this state, it belies what's going on politically in Florida. And it tells you all you need to know about why Florida has gone red with the Hispanics. You have to be careful not to homogenize Hispanics into one group because you have all different kinds of Spanish speaking folks. You get folks from Puerto Rico and Cuba and Central America and South America. And I believe that the main reason why we're seeing this shift by Hispanics to the GOP here in Florida and it's translating all over the state is because ironically of how Joe Biden's open border has affected this country. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think a lot of it has to do with the socialist policies of the Democrat Party right now. Something, perhaps, that these folks escaped from their native lands. Hispanic people, generally speaking, are a God-fearing people, and they see the Democrat Party moving more and more away from faith, see the abortion issue, and it's no surprise... No surprise that the Democrat Party is losing these folks, and I think we're seeing that in Florida. It has a lot to do with the DeSantis factor as well. Ron DeSantis is the most popular governor this state has seen in a long, long time. He is responsible for thousands upon thousands of people moving into the Sunshine State over the last few years to the free state of Florida, as the governor likes to call it. You want to talk about another reason why? I'll tell you. I think it's the Biden factor as well. Speaking of history, there have not been too many presidents as unpopular as this one is right now across the United States. And I think you look at the candidates too. the candidates that Democrats are fronting overall, quite frankly, they're just not appealing to many folks. So I think all these factors combined with a voter enthusiasm gap right now have much to do with the state of Florida in the process of becoming a red state. Now, speaking of being red, let's go ahead and chat with Florida Congressman Daniel Webster here on the Inez Says podcast. Congressman Webster represents Florida's 11th congressional district. Here's that conversation now. There are concerns here in central Florida about low voter turnout here in central Florida. But overall, it appears, Congressman, that Republicans are voting early, something that they don't typically do. How do you feel about the early voting numbers so far here?
1: I think they're good. And I uh, I think I'm encouraged by those. Just the totals that are there, it seems like uh, people are connected for this election. Mm -hmm. I think there's big, big things at stake and uh, they're willing to go out and vote change
0: it. So let's play what if, Congressman. What if Republicans take over the House? And for the sake of argument, maybe even the Senate, I know that there is a commitment to America that Republicans like you in the House have outlined. So what is the commitment to America? And how do you plan on reversing some of the things that, you know, Democrat policies have done with the country over the last two years under this president?
1: Well, if we were to be back in control, then uh, our plan is to we have four points to it an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's free, and a government that's accountable. Those four things we would take on it, you know, we feel uh, good about it, and we feel like that's what the people are saying. I mean, you have all these other noises out there, but people want to know, especially uh, an economy that's strong. They want the economy to get rolling, they want to get the prices down, they want to get energy back slowly, all of that, and uh, we plan to do
0: everything we can to do it to get it there yeah how, how though i mean we we got issues right now like you said the economy energy crisis in the country going on this white house continues to be adversarial with big oil and gas and i'm looking at the price of diesel right now well over five bucks that's our next crisis here a shortage of diesel fuel but is there a way to put the toothpaste back in the tube here congressman knowing what the economy is doing right now
1: Yes, well, it's not the easiest thing to do because the president could, in I guess, in, in reality, veto everything we try. However, he needs things. We need things. I think we can come to an agreement that some of those need to be changed, and uh, I think we would press on it. Plus, we would control the agenda. We can call the witnesses. We can uh, check out things where now we uh, can only say we'd like to, but we don't get any uh, part of the control We can't force votes on legislation, issue subpoenas, uh, force the Biden administration to doing things with the majority. We can't.
0: I know people are concerned about the border as well, that this border crisis being ignored by the White House. You have a record of fighting to secure the border when Republicans take over the House. If Republicans take over the House, do you plan to highlight this crisis with the White House?
1: Yes, and uh, I've introduced or co-introduced or co-sponsored or sponsored bills on everything from rebuilding the south uh, southwest border uh, wall to remain, the Remain in Mexico policy, all those things, you know, and, and, and others. So I, I believe that uh, there's going to be a concerted effort to do something about that. That kind of comes under border security as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of things that are being done, some of them by executives the border which we can challenge and others will just have to uh trade to get
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, it's the game that's played in washington no doubt final question we'll let you go congressman what do you make of uh, president biden and other democrats like barack obama on the campaign trail now pulling out the usual scare tactic especially here in florida that republicans are going to take away your medicare and take away your social security what do you make of this campaigning over the last few days
1: not shocking it happens every year. It's happened uh, all the time I've been in. I've been in quite a few years, uh, but I don't think the uh, those things are going to stick. They they may have helped in the past, but I just. think people are tired of where we're headed now and they want to change directions and i believe we've got
0: the plan to do it thanks to florida congressman daniel webster for the chat here on the inez says podcast that will wrap it up for the podcast today make sure you join me on the radio every single weekday with orlando's morning news 5 to 9 a.m on wdbo 1073 fm and am 580 i'll see you next time